When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, welcome to Apartment 4D, the podcast about New Girl. I'm your host, Jill, here with my co-host, Heather. Hi, everybody. And Joe. Hello. And Heather's dog, Sprinkles. Who's wearing an outfit from Joe that looks like something Jess would wear. Um, yeah, accurate. Actually, all of her clothes look like something Jess would wear. We're here to discuss season four, episode 21, Panty Gate. Before we do, we'll pass out the feeling stick. Joe, do you have a feeling stick that has nothing to do with the episode? So, no. not in this one, no. Have okay. <laughs> um, I have a, a, two feeling sticks. Um, so, one time a while back, we were all doing the podcast, and you said, oh, Heather, you should have a Golden Girls podcast. Mm-hmm. So, just for funsies, I looked it up. There's a ton. Mm-hmm. But one particularly made me laugh because my worlds collided. Uh-huh. It's called Sophia's Choice. Oh, my God. That's terrible. <laughs> I listened to it. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the other thing, this is about Fancy Man. Um, he is on a lot of movies on Tubi. I'm not sure why. I have The one I watched when it came out, it's called Family Pictures. He's super young. The other one, I didn't watch because it looked incredibly cheesy. Mm-hmm. But if you like lame 90s stuff, it's called... Too young to be a dad. <laughs> and he's the person who's too young to be a dad. Who is? Fancy man. Dermot. Dermot Mulroney. Oh. We're all slow. That's Dermot. how you have to say it. Yeah. And Mick Dermot? No, it's Dermot. Dermot. Yeah, anyway, right? I don't know. Okay. So Dermot, well, fancy man. <laughs> if you like fancy man, you want to see him when he was young, go to Tubi. <laughs> Nice. He was also the one who was in Shameless, Joe. He dated Fiona for a while. He was the addict. He ran the Polly's Pies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so the Netflix description of this episode is, Jess tries to doctor, coach, and May's relationship as they hit a monumental hurdle. Schmidt agrees to take the blame for Fawn's political mishap. Joe, what do you got for Joe Flick? Oh, so this wrote it down. Oh, are you okay? A love doctor, if you will. Now, you'll have to watch the episode to see what I'm talking about. Well, I already watched it in preparation for this podcast, but I think you're confusing Joe Flicks with, like, Joe title of the show. Yeah, no, but this would be a good title (laughs) of the show. A love (laughs) doctor, if you will. Okay, yeah. love doctor. Oh, because Jess got it. A love, love doctor, Ooh, if you will. That's some good Joe flicksing. Because she says that a lot in the show. Yeah, yeah. she does. She's oh, it must be I'm a, love, a love doctor. I'm just the love doctor, right. if you will. Nice. All right, <laughs> I'm going Joe flick. <sighs> Guest stars from this episode. Are you going? I, they're both not that But great. what's the Netflix description? I just read it to you. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, Joe, come have, on. It didn't have love doctor in it. Yeah, that's true. It literally did. Just tries to doctor Coach and May's relationship. 
Oh, no, that's a different doctor. Okay, I'm yeah. moving on to... The doctor she's uh, talking about no, is a love, love doctor. doctor. The doctor you're talking about is doctoring something up. Sometimes uh, I feel like the listeners are making eye contact with me while we're recording. And you're rolling Like, we eye. feel you, Jill. <laughs> Guest stars from are. this episode that are new include no one. We open in the loft where Coach and May are fighting slash not fighting because the gang's trying to figure out if they are or not. So May's not a guest star? Well, we only been introduce on it, it the first time they're on. Oh, if I did yeah. that, the guest star segment would never end. Oh, it would be so long. So Winston isn't really worried about their fighting because he put a waffle in the... Toaster. Toaster. <laughs> I was like, what's that thing with the... You push it down. And if it gets out, it's going to get hard and won't taste good anymore. And I just like know that to be true because Cassidy, our daughter, went through a waffle phase. Oh, that happened. So that scene. I was thinking about that scene when I make waffles. Um, May walks by and says, bye guys, there's a waffle in the toaster. And Jess is like, there's going to be something terrible happening. Everyone's like, it's fine. And Coach is like, yeah, we broke up. She got a job in New York at the Met. Something terrible indeed. Right? Then, I don't know why, but Schmidt does something that they say, oh, he starts talking about the Met and everything he knows about music. And Nick says, jar slap. And he's like, well, I don't have any cash on me, so slap. And so I'm so excited the jar's back. Yes, so we have one Although, jar. Have, yes, having yeah. watched the next episode, I know why they mentioned it again. Because the next episode has a heavy jar moment. Oh. And they're like, they want us to remember the jar. Oh. Foreshadowing, if you will. After three seasons. Right? <laughs> so we're at the bar, and Cece's reading a book. Um, what's the name of that book, Heather, that, where she really climbed Shasta Mountain? Do you remember? Is it Eat, Love, Pray? No. Oh. Anyway, it was it was a thing at the time. So they're mocking that book. Oh, yeah. She ate and prayed and loved. <laughs> so it, Schmidt reads that it's a book that you need when you need to have strength in crisis and says, Cece, are you in crisis? <laughs> but he pronounces it different. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Crises. Crises. Yeah. Even yes. on yes, right. yeah. caption, it's, it's E-S. Easy. Oh, they did? <laughs> yep. that's well, that's funny. how he said it. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, she asked how things are going with Fawn. He says that him and Fawn are a team now. They're Fawmit would be their no, name. Fawmit. Literally, that's what I just that said. Was I don't hear vomit. That's what he says to her. Right. Yeah. No, but I'm then, pretty sure I hear vomit. No, no. Fawmit. <laughs> but then he says it later. Yeah. And he's like, oh, he's I hear like, it Oh, now. I do hear vomit. Oh. It was literally <laughs> the funniest. Um, that To me, that was the funniest name combo I've yeah. ever heard. And uh, he says there's a press conference that they're both going to be at today, working together. Back at the school, Coach is giving a sex ed class where he starts crying and is obviously very upset about May. And I love when they pan wider to the shot and you see that Jess is there. And she's like, not the best day to observe this class. Although it probably was the best day. At the press conference, Fawn is giving Schmidt a statement to read. And he says he's just going to improv and read it when he gets out there. And finds out as he's reading, he's taking the blame for Pantygate. And he's the one who asked her to do it. And most of all, he's sorry to quote my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Oh. And, <laughs> and he's Jewish. I know his face is like, hmm? yeah, <laughs> that was like, trying to find a way to blame that on someone other than it ridiculous. Yeah. Although I, I could see that being the political PR spin on it. Yeah. I think they did a good job of doing that, actually. And Schmidt was so sweet to go along with it. Well, I don't think he had a choice since he'd read half of it. Well, no, to even do. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't look at it. Until she told you, oh, you read it. You better read it. No, I don't need to read it. (laughs) (laughs) So we're at the loft and um, the guys are taking Coach out. 
And Jess is like, you know, I think you need to talk about it. I think you're upset. She thinks she's the expert. She's a love doctor, per se, if you will. <laughs> and Coach is pretending to be okay and over the top and excited on his way out. And he reminds Jess that May is going to come by to pick up her cello anchor thing. No, like, no, there was a big to-do about that. Oh, go ahead. Tell oh, us. Okay. Like, oh, you know, the cello, the round, the thing that holds up the cello. <laughs> it's like five <laughs> minutes. And then finally Nick's like... Uh, the a cello condom? stabilizer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cello stabilizer. That was, they could take any one thing and just make go it exhausting. An inanimate yeah. object exactly. and talk about it for seven Sometimes minutes. I wonder if that's why people like our show because sometimes, especially the two of you, will just like randomly not on topic, not on yeah. trying to move it along, and you two are like... It's weird how that happens because I listen to the podcast and I'm like, oh, we want well, to Well, again, it, I attest that to the closed caption oh because... <laughs> it has nothing to do with what I just if said. If you didn't hear, they talk over each other a lot. Oh, they totally do. So Cello Stabilizer was actually spoken under his breath yeah. a little yeah. bit. Yeah, I agree. So if you're not listening, listening, like right. I do all the time... Yeah, you not listen, listen. Closed caption is like a savior. Right. You know, so... It is a savior, <laughs> yeah. Cello stabilizer <laughs> and then they go into something quick because that's their comedic timing you right. know what i'm saying it's like just that little jab that's funny i'm sure that like like to your point i'm sure that like in every episode there's things that people miss yeah because they do talk oh, over yeah. i like yeah. how they talk over each other yeah it's because well, it's like real life yeah yeah like that slap she didn't even mention it probably because she doesn't have closed caption when she watched it but after that slap, coach is like, nice slap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I did notice he said that, but I do try to not just recite the entire show. But yeah, yeah. It's hard. I only recite the funny parts, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Anyways, <laughs> they're back at the press conference. They go inside and Schmidt slams the door very dramatically. He's upset that he's getting blamed. And she said, we just need one last photo op of us at dinner having a good time. Then we can put this behind us. And he suggests they go away together. And I'm like, that's not happening, pal. Right. At the loft, Cece comes to the door. She's frantic. She's getting food. She's decided to climb my sh Mount Shasta, like in the book, and she's going to be gone for three weeks. And Jess is a little concerned because she has no, you know, formal training for mountain climbing right. or outdoor skills. And going alone. Yeah. And so May comes to the door. Jess asks if she's okay because she heard about the breakup. She said she's fine. Closes the door. And Cece's like, you know, obviously you're wrong. But Jess cuts down from three. There's a knock at the door again. And it's May sobbing. <laughs> and Jess is like, the love doctor is in. And I just thought May was going to take off because and not come back because mm -hmm. she's like, it just is like, I'm here for you. I love you. I'll take care yeah. of you. And she's all, But the funniest, yeah. the funniest part of that is Jess, right? That's what Heather was saying. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. literally what Heather was saying yeah. right then. Funny. Right. I was repeating that. That was a funny <laughs> No, you heard <laughs> That was very funny. But I think it's ridiculous that she doesn't know Jess's name because she's been around for a while, but well, it's still funny. Well, some people aren't good with names at all. So we're at the bar, and Coach is uh, drinking way more than usual. And they're like, wow, this is weird. He's going kind of hard. Wait, I'm going to just back up. Uh, Jess says, you're wearing dress shirts on a Monday? Monday? Yeah. <laughs> and it reminded me of on a Thursday? Yeah. Anytime a now, Thursday. Anytime someone says, oh, I'll see you on Thursday or something, I'm like, on a Thursday, in my head. On a, a Thursday? Thursday? Yeah. yeah. Um. So... Nick says the classic line that's repeated so much on the internet, you treat an outside mood with rubbing alcohol and an inside mood with drinking alcohol. <laughs> it's science. 
I've seen that on the internet more times than I can count. That's great. Did you get that, Joe? Did the closed captioning give that to you? Right there. Oh, you oh. did write it down. So, that was the best line of the show, really, I thought. Did you? Besides a love doctor, if you will. And vomit. And vomit. No, I yeah. think I agree with Joe. That's, that's pretty strong because it's yeah. funny and it's stood the test of time. Um, Black Velvet comes on the jukebox and Coach says this is his jam. But before we see what happens <laughs> next, we're back at the loft where May's eating crackers and crying is very hard to understand. And says that she does love Coach and she wants to ask him to move to New York with her. Ooh, Back at the bar, Coach is dancing it. with way too many girls where May walks in because Jess has brought her there and is very upset to see him kissing and dancing with other women. Jess comes in the next scene to apologize to Coach, which well, is wait absolutely a minute. Yeah. ridiculous. One of those Coach. women Dora. was Dora, Dora the Explorer. The Explorer. <laughs> and that's so funny because when you go with your friends to you a bar, totally do you that. do that. Mm-hmm. And she you dress like before. Dora the Explorer? <laughs> I don't, know I don't even have the energy. Like go ahead, Heather. <laughs> like when you go to the bar with your friends and then or on vacation. Like, okay, there, there's Dora at the Explorer. Oh, she's hanging out with Barbie. There's now. the scientists. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's maybe, the professional athlete. Or maybe girls just do it. I don't no, know. No, boys do it too. Boys do it too. But this is funny. It doesn't make sense that Coach dances to a country song. Because I don't think Black Velvet is a country song. Black Velvet is country. No. Country. Mm. Is that the, is it sung by that one girl? It was just like from the 80s or 90s. 90s. A girl sang it. I don't know who it was. Might very be popular. Cheryl Crow. It's definitely not Cheryl not, Crow. Maybe not Cheryl Crow. But it's, no, it's country, Black Velvet. So you think it's country, please. but you think Cheryl Crow sang it, who's not a country artist? Oh, I don't know. I'm confused, okay? <laughs> okay. I, all I'm saying is he shouldn't be dancing because he doesn't dance without the crystal. And he didn't. That's the true. Crystal. I think he only lied. He was scared of lion dancing. Oh, was lion yeah. dancing. Okay. Um. So Jess apologizes <laughs> to him, which is ridiculous because she has nothing to apologize for. All she was doing was coming with May to the bar. And she's not the love doctor and tells Cece, you should go on your trip. Don't listen to me. Schmidt and Fawn are now, I guess, same day. Uh, shopping for, quote, underpants, as he calls them. And she says, look, we're just going to go to dinner. We're going to get in a fight. You're going to say that you've checked into rehab. Then we'll get married. And he's like, married? And she's like, yes, you'll be rich. I'll be powerful. And he says, this is what you've always wanted. He said, I'm just realizing right now it's not what I want. I want to be in love. And he Mm. intentionally causes a fake scene as he breaks up with her. that he feels like he has underpants all over him. (laughs) That was Schmidt out. I love Schmidt out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, that was nice. And he also assured Fawn that he would vote for her. That was her concern. She asked, yeah. yeah. And she looks so sad when he's leaving. <gasps> her face. Yeah. Alana Miles sang Black Velvet. Did you just look it up? Oh, she's a country singer, huh? Uh, well, the description so on her is always have you hang on every word with sex dripping from his voice. Now, I don't know if that's the lyrics yeah, that, she's a woman, so that wouldn't be his voice. Yeah, so uh, I don't know. All I know it was Alana Miles. Okay, yeah. thank All you, right, Joe. Thank you. She must have been a one-hit wonder. I, yeah, yeah, definitely. So we're back at the bar again, and Jess said um, she was wrong, and she won't get involved again when Coach admits he does love her. And she's like, ha-ha, I was right. And Nick says, let's flash forward to 40, 50 years. I'm dead. And they're both like, definitely, for sure. 
you have kids, grandkids, who is it that you have sitting next to you? And after Ooh. some ridiculous banter, he thinks it's May. So he's like, let's go get her. And um, Schmidt, or Winston comes out to tell everyone that Casey finally texted him back, which I've left out. Just gave him some advice on how to text. And he can't find everybody. I'm interested if you heard this, Joe, because I had never noticed this before. When Winston comes out and can't find everybody, he says to the guy next to him, hey, have you seen my white friends? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even catch it. I've never heard that. He oh, just said that. Funny. He said that on this show. Yeah, yeah, that's yep. the one we're talking about. Yeah. Yep. That was funny. <laughs> so, uh, Coach goes and gives Mae this big speech. He says he loves her. She loves him. She asked him to move to New York. And Nick and Jess are in the sound booth because she's recording something. And they're really happy. And she says, oh, that was nice. Who do you see yourself next to? And he says, Winston, mostly. I know. That was When so they're old funny. and gray. Yeah. Yes. yes. And then she says, me too. I see him <laughs> eating handfuls of birdseed. He gets really into birds. Oh, that That's was so funny. funny. Foreshadowing. Yeah. yeah. Because... You go in that same conversation. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Oh, I like grandmas. They smell like when you first open your cupboard." Yeah, that yeah. two conversations ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I remember that. But I want to back up to say when Jess is in the song booth, she's doing the Cabbage Patch. Yes, yes. That Nick's like kind of swaying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but she's like full on dancing. So also, Fawn oh. threw a little thing in there. You might not saw unless you had close captioning, but. He goes, oh, yeah, we're moving to New York, New York. She goes, wow, well, Garden, or Jersey, Jersey City. City. And he goes, oh. Jersey City. Oh, oh that was funny. <laughs> yeah. So is Jersey City, is that in That's New not Jersey? in New York. That's it's across the river. It. Yeah. Oh. It's probably not as nice. Long expensive. It sounds a little Well, yeah, it's, it's a lot less. But yeah. from Jersey City, you can see downtown New York. Oh, you can. It's you right can there. See it. yeah. Just jump in the train, I guess. Yeah, but yeah. It, <laughs> it's a little bit different. Okay, so... <laughs> Well, who can afford New York? Not me. On yeah. a celloist salary, I hear yeah. that. What, how much does a cello make? A celloist salary Not make? a lot. That's a celloist. <laughs> how much do they make? Since you know that it's not a lot. Well, if you listen to Schmidt with his Da Ramsody by Revere, I oh, assume the Swedish Orchestra. I mean, he knows everything about orchestras. Yes. But I that, mean, it's a pretty popular orchestra. Don't know what that right. has to do. Yeah, make, no, if you're playing yeah, at the Met. They can make six figures. Right. Yeah. Well, maybe they want to save up. For, she wants to save up for a house. I don't think she's making six well, figures. Um, in New York, that'd be tough. Yeah. Everyone's got apartments in New York. You'd have yeah. to go to Connecticut, probably. So this is yeah. one of the times we're going on in tangent. Or yeah. Jersey City. So we're, <laughs> so we're back at the loft and the gang's eating pizza. They pop in, turn on the TV, and there's porn slash smut on. And Jess and Nick are arguing about taking Who leaves porn in the DVD? I know <laughs> what it was. She referred to it as smut and then softcore porn. So I think it was more like an HBO movie. Who leaves the channel on? Yeah. yeah. Oh, HBO movies are Well, no, racy. I know it was a DVD because he said it was. I'm just saying I don't think it was, like, by definition. HBO porn. needs to tone it down on that, please. Okay. If you're listening, <laughs> Just HBO. don't watch HBO, Heather. Well, I like it. Okay. So, thanks, HBO, for listening. Um, so mad. we find out that Winston's been sleeping on the couch because him and Ferguson have been fighting. <laughs> and everyone's just arguing and being silly. And Coach just smiles like he I haven't seen Ferguson all season. Where's Ferguson been? He's been he, he's in he's the next episode. But no, he's less. He's in it less and less. We oh, commented on that a couple, quite a few podcasts ago. Like, is the cat even there? Oh wow! Or they reference him. But well, he's in the maybe next his contract only says so many episodes. Well, uh, Lamorne is allergic to cats. 
So, oh. and he didn't enjoy working with the cat. He found it challenging. So I think that <laughs> that's probably really not. inappropriate to have someone who's allergic with cats handling one. I know that's messed up. Well, he had to read the script to the show. I'm sure. The cat. And no, <laughs> Lamorne to know that, oh, there's a cat in here. Yeah. Uh-oh. Well, maybe Why? he thought it was so good. Should have made a Nick's cat. Yeah. Well, and I the, think if anyone was going to have a cat, it was going to be Winston. Yeah. And the references to Ferguson are powerful. But I love how nobody said, like, oh, what are you guys fighting about? Mm-hmm. Huh? Is the Show mug me. in this episode or next episode? Oh, no, next episode, not this episode. Oh, okay. yeah. So that brings us to favorite Jess Wait. lunch. They stayed up really late on a school night. Okay. Because it was a Monday. I feel yeah, like they it was always a Monday. do. They I think it was well, I guess they get up in yeah. time to have brunch. It for was breakfast. summer, yeah. though. It was summer? Yeah. Because all, um, all the orchestras, mm-hmm. everything happens in the summer. Oh, it does? That's where she oh, got okay. moved in. Yeah. So, what was some? That makes sense then. Yep. I guess it all the practices, summer. everything. Because it was the end of the school year. You can right. tell by the sex education class. Oh, okay, so if they were in school. It was the end of the school year, just before uh, summer. Then summer they go practice, and then in the fall mm-hmm. it hits the show. Mm-hmm, okay. And then Coach said, that's how babies are made. Gross, right? Yeah. <laughs> At least she was taking it seriously. That's a good way to actually keep people. Well, later Jess says to May, like, he, he broke down in the sex ed class, which was really good because it taught the kids about the emotional implications of <laughs> start with favorite Jess look I feel like Jess I'm sorry I feel like Zoe must have started to be pregnant yes because we know later that she is and she takes the time off after she has the baby because it's not that her clothes aren't cute but it's just you can tell something isn't quite like it was before yeah um which leads me to say I don't have a favorite Jess look Joe do you um trying to think what she wore because I mean every time I see her it looks like she's in the same outfit yeah, she, pretty yeah, much she it was all over the course of one one day. This I think it was a red and black dress. Yeah, red yeah. and black is what I remember. So I put nothing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, best dressed overall, I put that the guys were all in button-up shirts on a Monday. Oh. Especially because all of them wear their shirts like Joe and Caden with the top button undone, except for Winston, oh, okay. who always oh. has his top button done. It's like, how does Winnie the Bish breathe? It looks so uncomfortable. Yes, but it, it really just, does. But it's just a, such a nice character trait. I got to give it to Dora. Oh! Dora looked like Dora. She did look like Dora. Yeah. I don't know who would come to a bar with... with Keep their backpack on while they dance. It was weird. Well, they're like girls' purses now. Backpack? Yeah, yeah, I have a backpack purse, but at that time it wasn't really back. That was like a 1990s thing, and now it's back oh, in fashion. But that backpack yeah. was big. Yeah, it was. And she was short. She had the haircut. Had it wasn't just the backpack. Everything. Short. I wonder if she shirt. wants to, that. If she wants to look like Dora the Explorer. Yeah, because then the, that made the joke work. Part of the joke, yeah. So they went and found someone to be Dora. No, I know that. But I'm saying, the, not the actress, the character. Mm-hmm. Does the character want to look like Dora? Probably not. Or did that, so that just happened. Yeah. Because yeah. who'd want to look like a, a cartoon? Heather, who's your best dress? Um, well, I have two. So I'm seamsies with Joe, Dora. Mm-hmm. And then um, when the, the um, flashback to Schmidt with the belly laughs t-shirt. Mm, yeah, talk about yeah, that. Yeah, that was hilarious. He's on name a location. The guy goes, fat camp. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. 
the belly laughs was the name of the group. Right, right. And it, it, belly laughs was on their t-shirt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Favorite Schmidt moment, Joe? <sighs> I would say when he made up the vomit mm-hmm. and, uh, you know... He had some good insight. He's like, you're, you're not in love with me. You're in love with the idea, you know. And mm-hmm. I'm not in love with you. I'm in love with the idea. Mm-hmm. But that's it. But he usually doesn't get that deep. Yeah. yeah. Unless he's talking about Cece. Right. Which really that's he true. was. Yeah. yeah. He's saying, I want to be in love. Well, also, that was about the most unromantic proposal I've ever seen It in wasn't my even life. a proposal. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, it was yeah, you're going to marry me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, it's married. just an item on a checklist. Yeah. 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 Heather? Um, my favorite Schmidt moment? Right. It's, well, okay, it's when he's in the clothing store and he's, like, mortified yeah. by all the underwear. But especially when he does Schmidt. Right. Love that. Same. I have that whole scene because the way he says underpants, he's like in this woman mannequin with this bra slash teddy. (laughs) He's so weird. And the way he looks at her when he leaves and the way she looks at him. And it's all so ridiculous. But also not. Because like it's ridiculous, but it's just so funny because it's, I feel like it just amplified like the crazy marketing plan someone would make if that happened. Right. And how Fawn. It's realistic, but crazy. And like Fawn does that character Exactly. It's almost, she does it almost like a Saturday Night Live thing. Yeah, Because yeah. it's so, so over the top. Mm-hmm. But it's hilarious. So for jar count, we technically have one, one because he chose the slap over the jar. And now that we're talking about this, I know why they did it since they do it so much in the next episode. That brings us to favorite funniest moment overall. Mine's just going to be redundant because it was uh, Schmidt. Uh, Joe, what was your favorite or funniest moment overall? Uh... Oh, I think it definitely has to be the boys uh, drowning their sorrows. Mm, it's realistic, saying, right? You cure an outside wound oh, with rubbing yeah. alcohol, inside wound with <laughs> drinking. drinking. You really alcohol. like that it's part. It's science. Yeah. It's science. Yeah. <laughs> Heather? Yeah. Okay, uh, mine, it just, it didn't get a lot of attention, but it was absolutely hilarious. Ferguson and I are fighting. It's yeah. Winston's bed. Ferguson should have the couch. Yeah, Ferguson like is also very small. Like, what are they fighting about? Bed. And don't cats stay up all night and sleep all day? Um, they sleep all the maybe, time. Yeah. yeah, they sleep twenty three hours a day. They do on average. Is that a real statistic, or did you just yeah, make that up? Real statistic. Wow. Yeah. You ever go to a house, your friend's house? The cat's always sleeping. It's true. Yep. The yeah. cat is always sleep. Every time I go to my parents' house, the cat is sleeping. That kind of defeats the. Purpose of hanging out with a yeah. pet. It's like me of animals. Yeah, they'll yeah. get they'll get up and play for five or ten minutes and it's back to sleep. Yeah, I had a neighbor who wanted a pet, but she also wanted to travel all the time, so she got a cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, they don't care if you're home or not. Yeah, they're no. like they you prefer know, you not. They're be like home. do what you Peace want. Out. Yeah. yeah, just give me my food. Leave so that, me food and drink. Yeah. That brings us to Honey Roast Award for Best Character Performance, Inanimate Object Crew Member Joe. What do you have? Well, I think the cello stabilizer should get a mention. <laughs> oh, an object. I love when you do that. Yeah, yeah I think that would be a good... Because that, that really was the thing that brought her back. And think about it, what happened when she came back. <gasps> the love true. doctor talked her into, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, let's Catalyst go find of the them. episode. Because she wouldn't yeah. have come back if, if she, she didn't. If she didn't come back with the cello stabilizer, they don't I get back together. I love how you keep the cello stabilizer. So that's... You know, that's one of those moments in life. 
Where yeah. You're, you're inches and seconds away from missing something. I know. Interesting. Wow, that was good insight, Joe. Heather? Oh, for me, it had to be Fawn Moscato. Mm. But first of all, just her whole arc. Yeah. And then her uh, her face after the breakup. Mm-hmm. And she's so good in that role. And I want Schmidt to be with Cece, but I wish, like... They had just kept Fawn on as yeah something she's else. So this is the last time we see her. No, we see her one more time. Oh well, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that was fun. Uh, nice. I put May um, just because mm-hmm. I thought it was exciting that Coach found someone, and I think the loft is too crowded. So I'm excited Coach is leaving, not because I don't like his character or the actor who plays him, but it never made sense to me for them to have that many people in the loft. Question. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, so that brings us to Bears. I caught zero. What about you guys? Uh, zero. Joe. Bears. No bears. Okay. okay. So that brings us to discussion questions. Joe, would you like to kick it off? Ooh. The discussion question for this one is. <laughs> I mean. That's a tough one because I think the only thing you can discuss here is how Nick and Schmidt both had insight that we never see. Yeah, Nick like, did have who surprising do you see insight. yourself next to? Yeah. And then Schmidt was like, wait a minute, this ain't love. This is, you know. Not what the, I want. I want yeah, love. Yeah. I want that. So it took a bad relationship. You know what I'm saying? Right. To understand oh, the good. To magnify. I don't even think his relationship with Fawn was bad. I think it's just what he thought he wanted. Right. And it was like right. made him realize, oh, I don't but want to be yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know how you got to go through so many frogs to find the prince and everything right. else. Yeah. I think that's that's where, and, and we'll see in the next episode, not, you know, spoiler alert, you know, mm-hmm. what, what happens with Schmidt, Schmidt and Cece. But, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, that was the final straw, I think, for Schmidt. Right. Yeah. It was like, she's, obviously Fawn's beautiful and fun, and he liked her, mm-hmm. but he wasn't in love with her right. because his heart still belongs to Cece. Yeah. So that's a really good one, Joe, because it's like, shows they're emotionally growing. Yeah. 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 Character growth. Yeah. Or character development, if yeah. you will. What about you, Hez? Any discussion questions? I didn't answer Joe's. You didn't ask a question. Oh, okay. And you said a bunch of stuff back. Well, I think the only question would be, do you, did you realize, do you realize, uh, and maybe not relationship-wise, but maybe it's a friendship. Like, you finally realize, like, oh, I got to stay, stop hanging out with these people. Or I got to oh, stop, stop doing this trend or doing this, you know, yes. hobby or habit. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It finally takes you like, you know, I just got to stop this. This is ridiculous. Absolutely. Because I get into stupid situations, but not now because, like, my friends are you guys. So that's good choices. Um, but, like, all of a sudden it will just hit me and I'm like, I'm out. Yeah. Just like that. And it's better for me. Mm-hmm. Like, the situation is stupid, like you were saying, Joe. Yeah. But has that happened to you? Because you you sustain relationships. Yeah. Well, no, it's happened to me a few times. Just from the standpoint of, it's like, I just can't keep doing this. This is just too much. It's too much work. Or right. Whatever, or, whatever or too much stress. Yeah, yeah. Too much stress, you know. Or, you know, sometimes you get in a relationship and people are needy or clingy and it's mm. like, yes. oh, I, I can't do this. It yeah. almost becomes like a codependent. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, because I'm not a real clingy or needy person, no. so I don't I don't need need the remote. I don't want. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. The remote's the only thing. That's I got the closest keep. relationship. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Joe, when Joe and I got married, it was really cute. He made me this book. It was called the uh, the guide to. A, a poor woman's guide to living with Joe. <laughs> and I've never... Oh, I'm my just, God. I'm sure awesome. I loved it at the time, but I completely forgotten about it. Like, a year or two ago, I was cleaning out, and I found it. And I was like, what on earth is this? And I have to be fair. Joe warned me about everything that was going to happen. <laughs> and then we and it said, Joe has to always have the remote control at all times. <laughs> <laughs> well, you put it out there. Yeah. 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 And then we made a book about Joe. Mm-hmm. Where your stuffed animal tries to be like Joe. Mm-hmm. Alex, yeah. Yeah, Alex the polar bear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you have a discussion question, Heather? But that's good, oh, okay. though, that you can realize your faults. <laughs> right. And be able to put it into a book <laughs> yeah. and show someone, like, this is what you're going to get yourself into. Very, so very. So don't expect to change any channels in my house. Right. You know what I'm saying? Oh you were up front. Yeah. You're, you're honest and you're self-aware. Yeah, 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 that's really. A good. lot of people don't have that that certain self awareness. Yeah, <laughs> especially in today's world of self absorption, you know, totally. What I'm saying? Everyone's into their own thing, and right? It's like, oof. Yeah, it's crazy. Now. <laughs> it is like oof. Yeah, it, it really is. <laughs> but um, I don't know why. Whenever somebody says like, "Oh, I made so and so a book," for the first thing I think of is Phil's office. Phil's offices. Phil off, yeah, offices. On, um, yeah. not, th- that was one of my favorite Modern Family episodes. Same. Yeah. Hems, did you have a discussion <laughs> question? Sure. Um, I have, uh, would you move across the country for love? No. Joe? Joe loves moving. Joe is really into moving. I don't know. Well, could you imagine if Nick gave Jess a book before their Joe, relationship? Well, let's answer the question. All the things <laughs> that you have to put up with Nick. Oh, my God. Joe be... likes books. But, Joe, would you move across the country for love? I wouldn't because I have children that live in California. So. <sighs> Aren't you forgetting And additional something? family members. But, I mean, you yeah. have to take care of your kids. If you moved, I would lay in front of the Would you? <laughs> on the street. Oh, I'd be flying. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, you have to move your stuff. Oh, okay. <laughs> I never have because my career was moving. Yeah. So baseball was when you're in baseball. You, you're, I lived in all four states or all four corners of the country, and yeah, and went everywhere because you had to in order to get a promotion and better yourself. Right. You had to. You had to move. Was, you so knew the first that. ten years of my career was just constant moving, moving, moving. Yeah. And then, uh, and it's and then. Led me to California, and the rest is history. You well, don't even live in California right now. Yeah, no. <laughs> we'll be but, back. But yeah, no, yeah. you won't. But uh, in all the time I've known you, you've moved like a million times, so many times. I know. But somehow, your uh, platter cooked to perfection on Joe's grill from makes me it always yeah. makes it to the it's kitchen. Still up. I love that. <laughs> and pictures of my dog. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I'm guessing you wouldn't too. move. Oh, I don't, I'm, I don't even move my routine. Exactly. Unless Joe comes to check. It's a risky move, though. Well, yeah. It's a risky move because, move. especially if you like haven't that. lived together yet, that's a oh, real right. risky move. Mm-hmm. Because it's one thing, because they're living separate. Yeah. And now they're moving in together. They've only been 3, dating for like two minutes. Away. Right. The exciting part is you're going to New York. 
Right. Yeah. But it doesn't well, sound Well, it's actually like, Jersey City. You know, yeah. it doesn't sound like he has a posse waiting for him. And he's yeah. used to, like, all this friendship, being social. Yeah. And, you know, they say the three biggest stressors are moving, changing jobs, and getting married. They're not getting married. But, I mean, Coach has nothing three, lined yeah. up. I that's know. A, that's risky. You it's don't probably know. be hard to get a teaching job when you're not a teacher. Exactly. <laughs> and Maybe he moved and already came back. He yeah. was in the first episode, then he went away for like half an half a year. Well, well I don't think they you, said Joe, where he went because that leads me into my next discussion question: Are you personally sad that Coach left? No, I'm fine. Yeah. To New York because I think in the back of your head, it's it's almost like me, right? Oh. You know they're coming back. Mm. Right, you know right. they're coming back. There's some, something's gonna happen or he's, something. He's happen. in and out. Yeah, and I feel like I'm, I too, am not sad. I'm used to it, like Joe said. Yeah. Um, and I know he'll be back, but also like the actor is amazing. But there's other shows where I'm like, he can't leave. Yeah, and because the, he wasn't there from the start. I mean, I know right. he was there in the first episode. But it's not like we're losing Winston. Oh. That would be terrible. He's more of a supporting oh, actor. Coach he's is. a supporting actor. Yeah. yeah. And then my last question is super easy. But, okay, Cece wants to climb a mountain. How can she, first of all, school's supposed to be her priority. And well, I don't think it's lost on anyone. Cece's kind of a mess. Doesn't oh, see yeah, that's real. true. What okay. mountain is she climbing? Shasta. Shasta. In Oregon? I think Wild. That's the name I of the book. Shasta's in I Oregon. I think Shasta's here in California. It's in California. Oh, it is? Wild. I've heard of it before. Wild's the name of the book. And then Reese Witherspoon was in the movie. Oh, Wild? Mm-hmm. I'll have to look that up. Thank you. I believe you don't know what that is. I can't either. Um, I don't have a discussion question. So that concludes the episode, guys. We'll see you next week for season four, episode 22. Clean Break, which surprisingly I didn't realize until I watched it, is one of my favorite episodes. Oh, it's great. Have a good week, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.